0419 A few texts coming through, that's for sure and certain. Let's welcome in the guys who I'm sure have thoughts and opinions and can answer our listeners' questions and concerns and, and comments. Might go to the man in the studio for a start, Brad Davidson. Davo, welcome back. What's happening? Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone. Hurls. Uh... Darren, when you get here, all the boys, uh, yeah, good to be back. Good to be back after a couple of weeks. But what's happened, boys? I go away for a couple of weeks and the wheels have fallen off with the multi. What has happened? What one? We've missed one wow. leg, have we? It's been, yes. uh, yeah, it's been just one one leg has let us down. I reckon the last four. Oh, I don't know, Darren, good morning to you. Yes. It feels like the last six weeks or something. Yeah, I have to throw my hand up there. I've been the guilty party the last of two Saturdays. We've been in a photo for fourth on both occasions. Oh, that's brutal. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, Luke, it was, Luke, uh, Luke Marlowe before that, who we gave a go. Luke, Luke no, I'm not going to put Luke in it, but uh, we gave him the honour of coming on our uh, behind the gates multi. Just didn't quite work out for him that day. It was, I think it might have been New Year's Day. Yeah, Dr. Evil there last week. He's come from right out the back, thundering home, but just missed fourth and... Uh, on the, on the last leg again today, I'm going in race nine and I'm profiling a horse that will probably be coming from the second half of the field. So once again, the pressure is all going to rest on me again today. <laughs> I love that you're happy to take on uh, the pressure situation, Darren. It's great because we don't. Oh, Hurls has been good enough to join us. I believe he's still in a bit of annual leave, but he, he loves this segment. He can't not be involved. Hello, Hurls. Yeah. <laughs> morning, all. I'm actually sitting here in an empty room. Uh, my better half Padded. is moving. My better half is moving today. Uh, not much fun in the last 48 hours. How's he mm. still on annual leave? I did set. Reckon he started annual leave in October. I've still, I've still got about 16 days. Something to sleep. Yeah. Far out. You are I'm flying. Sure, I'm sure Mungsy's looking into this. He's the annual leave police. <laughs> but you see, you see, with with hurls. What he, said, what he said here to his lovely other half is, oh, I won't be able to help for about 45 minutes. You'll be okay, won't you? I'll just yeah, have a little well, around radio. So I, I can't do anything. I'm just going to be... You know, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just direct. Moving, yeah. moving houses. We're a very good supervisor. Moving houses. Just always get a removalist. I've, I made that mistake when we moved a year oh, and a half a ago. I've and... here, but it's just been the cleaning and all that oh, stuff. And I broke Not a table. Bad. I broke a table off the, off the thing. I haven't heard the end of it for the last uh, two years. So it's still sitting there, and every time it comes out of the thing, oh, that's yep, that was me a couple of years ago. But anyway, I think it's best to get removalists. Well, I'm going to be in strife uh, when I do get off air because at the new house I thought uh, the pool needed a little bit of a top up and I've left the hose on since about uh, <laughs> 6 o'clock last night and apparently it's overflown. Oh, don't, don't you love the way you just drop in the pool needs at the new house, the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell you what, you sound like Navesh, no. You wouldn't want to leave the, the hose on it. You wouldn't let you do a race course with, it, with a hose handy. Yeah, You'd go for a good four to a heavy <laughs> ten overnight with you hanging around the place. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, uh, okay, guys, let's uh, let's dive in here. If you text um, <laughs> someone saying Darren misses the multi twice, he should be fined. It's tough. It's tough. Our listeners can be tough. Oh, Rob's done the maths. Appreciate this, Rob. Uh, morning, Richard. Again, regarding the the behind the gates multi from the 18th of August to last Saturday, uh, that's 23 weeks outlay of ten dollars a week. Equals a two hundred and thirty dollar return. Uh, it says five hundred and two dollars, including ten dollar refund. Regards, Rob. So, so I think we're yeah. So we're up two hundred. What is that? Up 
272. I reckon, Rob, we need to give you a call. We need to get you on an ad just promoting this because that is great and that is fantastic because that just shows we've had a bit of negative variance with the multi the last sort of four or five weeks. But if you follow it long term, you're well ahead. So thanks for that, Rob. A bit of confidence uh, for the team. For sure. Um, if I... If I uh, Claude says, hi guys, love your work. If I missed the on-air tips and specials, how can I retrieve them? Look, just jump onto the Sky Racing website, sky, uh, skyracing.com.au, Claude, if you're around the place. And all, all of our tipsters are up there. Uh, Buddy from your minor says, Davo once said he has a 14-step process he goes through when doing the form. Any chance you can tell the listeners? Buddy, we don't have time for a 14-step <laughs> process this morning. Um, but we might do something. Tell, tell, Buddy, to, tell Buddy to send me an email. Um, and I will, I'll, I'll be able to fill him yeah. in on that. Okay, buddy, that. Moving, moving into the yard, Flemington. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to get to some serious questions soon. Oh, this is tough from Ryan. Let's hope you bunch are a bit more upbeat than those punters panel guests yesterday. What a drain they were. Oh, well, Ryan, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're all, all a team here, but um, if they're a drain, they're a drain, I suppose. Well, probably at Melbourne's the night before. <laughs> Is that still a thing, is it? Uh, <laughs> are they, is, is Melbourne still going up here? Is, is it still a thing? I suppose it is. I don't know. Well, you tell us, Richard. Sin City. I don't sort of go out any, at night at service, service Paradise much these days. Much. Race five hurls. Let's start getting into a few of these races. Find some winners. Uh, we have a question around race number five. We're going to mark it off you, please, hurls. Yeah, and I'll say from the outset, uh, as far as investments go, not only at the Gold Coast, which is obviously the feature meeting today, but also Rose Hill. It's the most busy I have seen in terms of, of betting activity since uh, since the spring carnival. So, punters getting involved. And in race number five, Cotton Fingers is the favourite. 4.20 into 3.30 today. Royal Merchant holds its place at 3.60. Opened at 3.50 this morning, got to 3.10. It's back to 3.60. Now, Regal Poms, 6.50 to 7.50. Uh, they did go up $16 earlier in the week. Deductions 5 by 6 for Fear Nought. Cosmic Minerva 7 by 7. 7 by 8 Dirty Merchant. And Straight Acer 8 by 9. Uh, following Regal Pom, we've got Ramones 9.50 to 12. Back to 8.50. Gristilia. Uh, Starlight, 9.50 to 11, back to $9. So uh, best-backed runner since the market opened has been Regal Pom, but today it's Cotton Fingers. OK, Brad Gray's making uh, Gracilla Styler his best value out of the day. Uh, question there, guys, around um, in race five, is it hey-ho, let's go for Ramones today? Old mate from you, Minor. Brad? Uh, great part of the world, do you, Miner? But uh, Hills, good recovery with Priscilla Styler there as well. That was uh, that was a fantastic recovery. <laughs> yeah, I thought, thought you so. were going to be in trouble there for so. a second. It's about to be butchered. Yes, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> nice recovery there. Uh, look, I'm with. Uh, I'm pretty keen on Cotton Fingers here. I, I think he sets up well. He, he just missed the start there. First up, he rattled home. I thought his form last preparation around horses like Pizarro is fantastic. Uh, he just just needs a bit of luck from the draw. I, I think. Gerald said this morning they want to take a sit. I was kind of hoping they'd roll forward. But um, uh, anyway, um, I think you'd be able to make ground there today. So I thought he deserved to be favourite. I was surprised Royal Merchant was early favourite. I mean, sat off the back of Irish Kisses there the other day. I needed it for the for the, the, the quaddy and couldn't go past Irish Kisses, mm. who was, you know, 20, 20 some dollars and sat three wide no cover and had, had the dream run behind it. And I thought, if you can't do that, I, I can't back you to win a, a Saturday race or beat that you did gap third. So... 
5-7. I agree Grisilla style as a chance. I thought the, the trial was better than it looked on paper because they zipped home in fast time. But, uh, look, he's a, he's a horse that's had plenty of chances in the market of late. So um, five for me. Cotton Fingers, the one on the way up. I don't have a whole lot to add, really. Uh, Cotton Fingers on top for me for basically all the reasons that Brad's outlined there. Royal Merchant, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I thought she was home at the 200. Um, What's happened here? Uh, I thought she was home at the 200 there behind Irish Kisses, but uh, I think she'll be around the money. Regal Pom's an interesting run. He was a real bookies horse uh, for all of his career up until the mid part of July, and he struck a weak maiden at Wang, and he just put them away easily, and then he backed it up with a mile win at Kembla. So both the wins for Regal Pom have been over a mile, and then he was badly held up uh, up the inside last time at Randwick. So perhaps he's genuinely improved, uh, Regal Pom. We'll probably learn more about him today. And now the Dirty Merchants come out. Ramones may well get the lead all on its own there, although it's drawn wide out. It's pretty good speed. They changed the tactics last time, and it showed us what a quick horse Ramones uh, can be. But I've gone cotton fingers in the fifth. Okay. Um, thank you, George. Yes, you did make a mess of the scratchings. Uh, as I, I say, like the way you dealt with that criticism, though, Richard, uh, kindly guiding them to the Racing Australia page. <laughs> like racing, you work for the racing government. Is, racing, racing Australia, Australia the scratchings <laughs> icon, and they are all there for <laughs> you. But I'll keep on doing that. I'll keep on doing the service, gents. It's fine. It's what it's all about. I'll just, I'll just slow down a bit next week. We did have to get through them. We did have to get to the Sydney form. So, anyway, that's the way the mop flops sometimes. Uh, Hurls. Race 8. If we can grab a market, please, for race eight at Rose Hill Gardens today, please. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. Banjoo is our favourite, and it's at $4.20. Uh, last start winner, it opened up at that quote this morning. Uh, we've got five fifty Saigon loomed up uh, last start, didn't it? $5. Uh, it got to, it's back to five fifty. We've got Major Artie. Well, when I say loomed up, it's been beating the pimple last uh, last Saturday, didn't it? It was only because of Mash absolutely lifting through Moss over the line. Uh, Six dollars and no change, Major Artie. We've got uh, two big furries, seven fifty to six dollars, but they went up at a big price of fifteen dollars on Wednesday afternoon. Deductions there are only minimal for Sweet Ruby, 4x4, four four. so it's been well backed. Mandibos 12 to 11 Danish Prince, $12, no change. So you'd have to say since the market opened, Too Big Fari has been the best tried in terms of dollars today. It's pretty much market order. In fact, it is Banju in front of Saigon and then Major Artie. Just had a uh, gentleman come up to my spot here where I'm uh, hosting at the sales here, and he asked me what time does the tab open? And I, and I said, oh, sir, I'm sorry, I don't know, it can't be far away, but I should have maybe taken his bet, guys, I'm not sure. <laughs> See, mm, nobody wasn't your taxi it. driver from this morning, was it? <laughs> oh, what about our man? I'll tell you what, if he doesn't know where the Gold Coast Turf Club is at 4.30 this morning, he's going to know now, because he's going to be doing a few little trips out here today, I would have thought. Uh, he didn't know who you were? Uh, this is radio extraordinaire, Richard Haynes? He, he didn't. No, <laughs> no. No, but um, I, I just on, on that, Brad, on that, and I don't go seeking fame, nor as, as all of our Sky presenters, they don't seek fame, they just do what we do. I, would jump we in the, I, <laughs> I jumped in the lift of the hotel yesterday. It's packed, mums and dads and kids. And uh, anyway, jump in the lift, squeeze in. From the back of the lift, hear this voice. It sounds just, sound just like Gary Harley, and it wasn't Gary. <laughs> I, I hear this voice say, Here's Sky Racing. 
It was just some fella who likes a bet. He's wanted to talk races. So anyway, really? I don't know who he was, but anyway. There you go. There, there, you are, go. there, are, Sky, there are Sky Racing supporters out there. They're all around the place. I, I bumped into somebody. Heads. Sorry, go on, Darren. I was just going to say, Richard, your head's been all over uh, the, the Sky 2 in all the all pubs and clubs all week up there at the Gold Coast. They mm. can't miss you. Well, it's what the mute button's for as well, Darren, I suppose. I, <laughs> no. I was on... I was on my uh, punters club uh, yearly catch-up at the Gold Coast <coughs> Turf Club last Saturday, and uh, we went to the casino afterwards. And I was enjoying a bit of a uh, bit of a run on the craps table. We love to play a bit of craps. And uh, the next minute, I get this uh, someone come up, mate. Uh, Gamblers Anonymous. G- Gamblers Anonymous. I'm thinking, who's this bloke? Is old one G Portelli getting into me? So there he was <laughs> at the uh, casino last Saturday night. You get pulled up all the time when you hell's. Uh, no, I don't. I, I actually... Someone said to me the other day, he goes, are you still working on um, on Sky Channel? I said, yeah, I don't think I've been on camera uh, for about two years. So I'm trying to avoid it. Uh, low profile. <laughs> sure. Let's... Uh, okay, race eight. Now, one of our listeners or texters wants to be talked in Amanda Boss. And uh, good morning, team. Looking <coughs> to race eight, trying to work it out, having trouble splitting Banju... And Major Artie, or am I barking up the wrong tree? Good on you, Ando from Wagga. So someone wants to give Mandibos another chance. And then Banju and Major Artie, um, they want to push there as well. Darren, you can fire away here first. Uh, Major Artie, I was a little bit worried about the gate, uh, where he, he might wind up with the speed there with Banju, Danish Prince. But I wouldn't want to talk out of Major Artie. That win of Banju was terrific last time at pretty much uh, the same distance. So I, I do respect Banju. In fact, I've got Banju on top there. But I think Danish Prince is well worth uh, a look here. This horse is just holding his form really well. Amy McLucas is riding great when she comes to town. So for a last start winner, carrying almost two kilos less from a gate where it's going to get a suck run into it today, Danish Prince, I think it's really the value in the race. Saigon uh, probably should have gone on with the job last time and won. But uh, at least it's come back to a little bit of form there. I've got it in the numbers. And um, Modern Millie was held up last time and burst onto the scene. Late man to boss would be the other chance. It's, I thought it was a, a sort of open race. There's probably where they settle. Where they settle going to the first turn will probably determine the result. But I think Danish Prince is the value in the race. Yeah, I had a similar uh, uh, little conundrum myself between uh, Banju and Majorati. I didn't know which way to go. I ended up landing on Majorati. I concede what Darren says, that the map is the big issue here, but I just can't go past that second of Francesco Gardi back in June. We've seen my horse go from strength to strength in the spring. He would have started a live chance in a Melbourne Cup, and I just think he might have the upside here. He's got the go-to jockey on the program for mine in Dylan Gibbons, that two-kilo claim today could be worth more like three or four because most of the big guns are up north and he's basically uh, the pick of the riders for me on the program. So one um, to beat two Banju. Just got all the favours last time. Now he's got to carry a stack more weight. I'm not sure if he'll get the same sort of run, but look, he, he builds into a prep. I agree with Darren. I think Modern Millie's a really good roughie. I think Danish Prince fits in beautifully as well. I thought Saigon was the one in the market that was the weak link. Um, you know, Frumos has been found to be a fair bit overrated and uh, couldn't get past it the other day. The time was a bit soft and I thought it had its chance there. So I'm, I'm not sure about today. 1, 2, 14 and 3 for me there. Com- comments on uh, Mandibos there. Chance, mate. yep, uh, for Hogger there. Good good, good man, Hogger. Look, he's a chance again. He just keeps uh, finding one or two better. I thought they might have sort of changed up 
jockeys just to try to change a bit of luck, but um, they stuck uh, solid with Quay there today, and he's doing a pretty good job with the horse, and um, just a case of, of trying to get that win on the board, but he just keeps finding one or two a bit better and just a bit of bad luck at certain stages. And Darren, did you have too big Fari there at all? I haven't got him in the numbers, but I'm not opposed to him. I really thought this was the leg of the quarter. You're going to have to take probably six numbers to, to feel safe, and too big Fari would be one of those six. Yeah, he was luckless the other day, wasn't he? He just, just hits that flat spot in his races, and that's a little concern, but um, definite forgive run last start. Hold fire here, boys. Uh, going to make yourself a cup of tea or something like that because we're getting pretty close to the first race from Flemington. Nice early start uh, for some uh, morning racing here at Flemington, and uh, we're getting close to start time. Um, oh, there are your numbers on screen, Davo. Seven, two, eight, and three. Seven, two, eight, and three. Uh, Brad, you with the favourite here in race number one. Yeah, tough race, though. Uh, a stack of first starters, generally not the races that I like to get particularly involved in and has, has been a drifter. Nice jump out, but a lot of these have jumped out well, so hard to really give you a, a big steer anyway in the, in the first. Um, you know, a lot of the times it's following the market, but it doesn't seem to be giving you a big steer either. Let's go trackside, Flemington race one. Here's Terry Bailey to call all the action. Big drifter in the betting as far as favouritism is concerned. We're waiting on Rhodesian Red to move in. 10 mil of irrigation on the track last 24 hours. And 62 mil of irrigation for the last seven days. But uh, this track has just been simply outstanding in recent years. We're waiting on Rhodesian Red. It's a mozza, should be strong late looking at its recent jump outs. Heiress out of the gate, and there's Rhodesian Red, who's had some specking at $21 into $19. This is the VRC Summer Fun Sprint on Standish Race Day. The Standish, of course, newly, usually on New Year's Day, but a change in direction today, and it's drawn together a good field. We're waiting on Hellish to move in. That's it on screen at the moment. Tom Kitten has drawn barrier number one. He's looked very impressive in his trials, but he might have come up a bit too short for putters. VC has trialled extremely well. It's a Mozza well-backed. Invincible Shield has looked very good in its trials. Looks like he's got a good motor. And Hellish, her only run at the, or his only run at the races was excellent, particularly the last 100 metres. So the loading process has been delayed. It's a bit hard to tell from here which horse is causing an issue. It might be one drawn towards the inside. Hellish moving around for Jamie Mott. Now here's... Heiress being led forward for Daniel Stackhouse. $9 chance. There's really no Ruffy in this race. The Ruffy's even had support. So this is an extremely strong betting race, the first. Heiress moving forward. That will leave Makina to come up as Heiress now slots into the machine, goes up and takes up its slot. Rhodesian Red just getting a little bit warm. You were the Colts having a little bit of a cry out in the yard. And the Waller Galloper by the great Zoo Star about to move forward, and that is Makina. So Hellish about to move up rideless, has had race experience, just a little bit up on tow. Draws barrier three. So temperature just starting to get a little bit warmer now, but still pleasant enough. It's just going to be the later part of the day where it's going to get right up to 37 degrees. It's a Motza moves in. Been very well backed, it's a Motza. 13 into 8.50. It'll be strong later. Makina comes forward now to take up its position. And on Standish Day, we're just about set and ready to run. All in. 
They stand. Racing. Tom Kitten off the inside was fairly out of the gate. VC wide out began well with It's a Mozza and Ares in the red and white going forward very quickly, but Tom Kitten's going to rally up on the inside and go to the front. He will lead the way. Moving up on his outside into second position is Hellish. A length away then came Rhodesian Red. It's a Mozza, the red jacket. The red and white of Ares, VC very wide out. Invincible Shield on the fence. Makina is back at the tail of the field. Tom Kitten is the leader. As they race up towards the course proper, leading the way. Out deep on the track is Ares and Hellish in the centre. VC the widest runner and back to the inside Rhodesian Red. It's a Mozza, Invincible Shield. And last of all is Makina, the widest runner. Tom Kitten the leader. Hellish going out after it. Running on is Ares and VC and back in behind those, it's a Mozza. Hellish on the outside and VC get up to Tom Kitten. VC has taken the lead at the 100 and the capitalist cult burst clear. VC, he looks a real little powerhouse. He's clear of Hellish. Rhodesian Red runs to third, but VC wins like a good horse. Two and a half links on the line to Hellish. Rhodesian Red third. Tom Kitten in a photo with Invincible Shield. It's a Mozza Makina and Ares last in. Eight, two, six, and seven. Eight, two, six, and seven. One well. VC, good win. 471.80. Beats Hellish Rhodesian Red. Think Tom Kitten has just hung on for fourth. Eight, two, six, and seven. In the first race at Flemington. Let's get back to behind the gates. And uh, this bet will go live, Hurls, I believe, in about 10 minutes' time. We'll reveal our behind the gates multi for today. But I might come to you. Let's get through these races. We don't have Darren for much longer. So race six. Well, we better, better go to a race that Darren... We're looking forward to today. Race six, the midway. Benchmark 72 at the 1,200 metres. Yeah, best of luck with Adela today, uh, Darren. And I can tell you that it's now favourite at $4. Uh, opened up at 4 80 this morning. Gee, $17. Do you get a piece of that? Uh, no, there was a bit of conjecture about the rider when the markets first went up. Dylan Gibbons still wasn't confirmed at that stage. I think I piled in at about, or got something on it about the 14 when the landslide started. Yeah, right, OK. Well, Broken Arrows, <laughs> 7 by 7 deduction, 14 by 11 D Andretti, Sauris, 4 by 5 and 8 by 8 Compassionate. So, yeah, Dallalat's 480 to $4, 4 to 420 today, Oakville Duke, Kabosh is 550 to 6 Inward move for Super Bright, and it's $9 into $7. In terms of investment today, yeah, it's Alalat in front of Oakville Duke. Look, Isa Rich, probably a more bit of sentimental money. Uh, it's old enough to vote now, Isa Rich, but we've written a few bets on it today. Having its 150th start. What a warrior. Wow. Uh, good morning, uh, boys. Russ from Port Macquarie. We'll get to race, th uh, race three shortly, uh, Russ, but... Uh, he's, he just wants a bit of reassurance with Dalalat today. And uh, Darren, I'll come to you because John asked Darren, super bright yes. race six, is Barrier 12 a concern? Uh, well, there, there looks to be sufficient speed in the race that, uh, that may allow him to, to close off. I'm really hoping that the stable mate's the one, though. <laughs> um, yeah, super bright, I'll be watching out for late, but. No, I, I'm very keen on Dalalat today. I think the, the planets have finally aligned. Uh, they really have. We've, we've been plagued by bad draws. He just doesn't have a lot of muster out of the gates and he's continually getting back from wide draws and just giving away impossible starts. Today he will be dug up out of the gates uh, from barrier two and uh, I think the plan is to sit hopefully in fourth position, maybe fifth at worst back on the inside and generally you want to be close to the fence there at Rose Hill. The draw's good. 
Uh, the claim is a real bonus for an apprentice that's writing an outstanding form. So to get down to the weight of 56 today, finally coming up with a draw and a dry track, uh, importantly as well. The planets are lined and I have to say I'm, I'm quite nervous about all of this because I really think he'll win. Toot, toot, all aboard the Dalalat train today. I'm with you, Darren. I just want to know because you just summed it up perfectly. It's, it's just had no luck, this horse. He's wide. And then last time out, he's had to go back. He's rattled home. He's jumping out the gates well. He's springing there. He's going to put himself there. He's got the jockey of the, the best jockey in the race, in my opinion. Um, he gets the two kilo claim. He's got the low draw. He's got 1,200. He's got a dry track. He's got everything today. He just needs the gaps to open at the top of the straight. But I want to know, what was the pre-race report like, Darren? The, the stable confident? Um, how, how did you feel uh, you know, this morning when you got the pre-race report? Uh, Nathan never goes overboard uh, with, the, with the messages. But, yeah, he is very confident. And I think he basically said, if he's in the right spot where I want him to be, he should put them away. Uh, in this race today. And, <clears throat> yeah, that's the way I saw it. I'm probably my saver in the race. I'm a little bit worried. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm all emotional already. Um, <laughs> I'm, I respect you'll be, you'll be, you'll Duke. You'll be emotional if he doesn't get out when he needs to today. He'll be really emotional. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm actually quite nervous about this, calling this race today, because I, I've never really actually thought he was a, a, you know, close to a good thing before. Um, Oakfield Duke I do respect I love the way he trialled before his comeback race and he had to do all the chasing to Garrison last time and that just gutted him he is a bit empty but he'll be fitter my saver in the race will be an exact uh, Oakfield Duke to beat Dalalart uh, Brad did you have a final say here? Yeah look Reaverbrook was the little little one out wide that I thought would run well but yeah Dalalat for me I, I took the 11s earlier I think it's about 7 bucks after scratching but I still think you might you might get they might take him on but I, I can't see them backing Ophield Duke you look at his SP profile and the pros have been really keen to take him on the last couple of starts in, in midway grade and that's because he hasn't really run any sensational time to date and I just don't know if he can give Dale that 4 kilos and beat him even though I agree he'll be fitter second up he's got the upside but I think he's been priced a little bit on his winning strike rate rather than what he's beaten the times so I still think he's got a little bit to prove with the 60 kilos in midway grade. Good shower coming down at the Gold Coast again here. Solid shower around the place. So we'd have to be in the soft seven range now you would think but we'll oh, might really? try to get a hold of Nabesh but a solid shower hitting. Uh, just um I would like to thank Michael and the Illawarra Turf Club for honouring their long and outstanding clerk of the course, Norm Thomason, true, uh, a true horseman, an absolute gentleman who, like all clerks of the course, uh, are there every race day helping jockey and horse. He'll be with, with them today in spirit. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. So, um, yeah, race named in uh, Norm Thomason's honour today. And uh, Alan, just trying to get that message across, he does. Uh, race 9 hills, can we bounce to race 9? This is the Rose Hill Bowling Club handicap over the 2,000 metres. Our texters want to know about a couple of horses here from the guys. Yeah, just before we do those dividends there at Flemington, VC, four seventy a dollar fifty one eighty Hellish and Rhodesian Red, $4. Tom Kitten runs four, so eight, two, six and seven on race number one at Flemington. Still I'd do that. Uh, race number nine is... Uh, over the two thousand. Watch out, Simon Harrison. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Five fifty into four dollars. A Tony B. Oh. Uh, it's 
Yeah, well, a few scratchings here. As far as deductions are concerned, I'll tackle those first. Five by six for Arnold, three wise men, five by six and zero Oceanic Flash, our bell delay and dash, dash, dash. So this has been well back to Tony B. Went up $11.00. When the market first opened, but you can throw touristic in the mix as well. It went up sixteen dollars Wednesday afternoon. Not sure how long that price lasted. Four forty to five dollars, back to four forty for it today. Felicifile is six fifty out to seven fifty. Ten to eight fifty Irish Legends. Seven of real drift for Greek Hero. It's out to eleven. And we've got thirteen into twelve Morris's my dad. So this is a very competitive betting race. Tony B and Touristic, clearly the best back runners since the market opened. Uh, guys, uh, texters would like to know about Irish legend, um, uh, Irish legend, and the chances of Irish legend. And also, a, a comment: uh, someone wants a bit of a push for Mont Felicity at the twenty-three dollars. Uh, Willie from uh, Padua says, "I give Delalat, I give Delalat one more bet, and uh, if he loses um, on him, maybe big fences, something like that." That's a bit tough, Willie. But uh, anyway, uh, what's this? Um, I don't know if he's got a hurdle career quite yet, Darren, but let's get through. No, I, mean, I think about 13, maybe 1,400 metres would stretch his stamina. <laughs> there won't be any fences. Maybe um, to, to liven him up in some work. But uh, Brad, Irish legend, a chance to knock off the fancy runners in race nine. That's Shane from Newey. And, yeah, also comment on Mont Felicity, one of our texters. Yeah, nice little find uh, there on Irish legend. I, I think definitely getting towards peak fitness now, getting to the right trip and... A lot of people look at the end of a race and go, well, he was struggling that last little bit. But the end of the race is the byproduct of the start, and he had to work for the first 600 metres of that race. So I thought he was very good, and he kicked, and he looks about ready to, to do something here. Um, probably one I should have had in the in the quaddy, to be honest. But um, uh, we'll, we'll see how he goes. But look, for Tony B, for me, I, I just think he sets up nicely from that low draw. Uh, dead said I could have run faster than they ran in that race last time out. They're too much caviar one. They went so slow it wasn't funny. And and uh, he just had no, no chance as a result of that. Neither did a couple of horses back in the field that day as a result. So you just put the pen through that. I think he's the horse to beat. Touristic, uh, just another example of modern-day bookmaking, isn't it? 17s into $3.50. Uh, then out to 4.40, what do you'll start? Probably 5, 5.50. It's just the way bookmaking is these days, and we've got to get used to it. They just uh, overreact massively, and still looking forward to having that chat with the traders, Richard, when they come on and try to explain mm. how these markets work these days. But, look, just a little bit overplayed there, that, that big move. But he's got a great chance to 2003rd up, although you're still, you're still sort of backing him on a little bit of hope because he hasn't done anything yet to say I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the horse that everyone wants you to be. Um, but I can see he's got that upside factor. Yeah, it's interesting you you bring up about the pricing there, touristic. I heard a bit of Munns the other night uh, going through the bets that were placed on this horse early. Was it seventeen dollars the first price? Mm. And uh, I think one punter had 2,000 on it. Then he came back and had another 1,000 on it. So basically one punter uh, was responsible for this initial move, just one player. But he certainly has had a decent enough crack. I was watching his last run in the, in the Mark Snell race overall, and I think he will be the big improver. I thought he ran home as well as Logan Street Line in the, in the finish there. And Logan Street Line was able to, to go on and win uh, last time out. I'm going with the mare Thalassophile stepping up to the 2,000 metres. The way she savaged the line at Gosford in the feature over a mile, I think she may well get the 2,000 metres. So I'm taking the punch she will. I think if Morris is me dad, Socrates do their thing and go forward as they generally do, and Tavion Prince possibly as well, the pace should be reasonable enough 
to make it a nice even tempo and I think Thalassophile might uh, prove to be a little bit better than these so I'm going with her over Morris is me dad sort of half cutting there a back marker and on pace runner Tony B is going to get a, a lovely suck run into it today surely he, he just did too much last time and the slow tempo didn't suit him but he should get a, a very cosy run up the fence today and uh, and Touristic I put in as the the fourth pick in the race so five three four and eleven as far as Irish legends concerned well, he hasn't won a race in Australia as yet, but it probably is worth noting he has won over 2,000 metres in the UK. So at least he has proven himself. In fact, that was his last win, although on the synthetic track. Do you have time for one more race, Darren? You've got to go. Yes, yeah, one more. Uh, Hurls. Before race one, uh, we'll have a look at the, the two-year-olds with Darren and Brad, but our multi is open, I believe. Let's uh, let the listeners know what, we, uh, what we're doing this morning, dividends, and how much they can get on four, please. Okay, so the selections are I'm opening the batting today. It's race two and it's Garrison. Race seven, number eight is Spacewalk. Race six, number four, Dalalat. And Darren bringing us home with race nine, number five, Thalassophile. So race two, Garrison. Race six, Dalalat. Race seven, Spacewalk. And race nine, Thalassophile. All to run top four. And you're getting a dividend of $4.50, maximum bet 50. Wooshka, it is open. You'll find it under sports and today's offers as far as the website is concerned. And racing and racing offers on the tab app. Get on quick because they're already loading up. I went with Spacewalk, everyone. Oh, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks, Richard. That was really, uh, really good of you there. He must have had a lot of anyone, thought anyone else, anyone, else, anyone else find him? Almost. Geez, that, that's rich coming from you, Dover. Oh, it is, but you've got you to gotta give it, don't you, when you get it? <laughs> Whatever suits your agenda. <laughs> exactly. It was your birthday last week, Hills. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, oh, was it? very much. Yeah, yeah, on Monday. Happy birthday, Hills. Oh, good on you. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Landed a good Happy brim birthday. too. Uh, oh. I, I, I said I wouldn't uh, mention fishing, but I did land a very good brim as a uh, as a birthday present on Monday. Hey, quickly, I've got to, I've got to mention. You know, me giving hell so much stick about being seasick. I got seasick for the first time in in about fifteen years uh, a couple oh. of weeks ago, spewing over the side. So there you go. There's a bit of karma for me, hell. Oh, it's a woeful feeling. <laughs> And uh, if our listeners are having breakfast, I hope you're enjoying this uh, part of the conversation on Behind the Gates <laughs> at about a quarter to uh, a quarter to ten. Uh, Eleven, if you're in New South Wales, quarter to ten where I am. Two-year-olds, Hurls, race one. Uh, a market, please, and keen to see what the tab are doing with Steel City at the moment. Yeah, uh, Steel City is now at a quote of Two dollars. So um, yeah, John Allen comes up to take the ride. Opened up this morning at one ninety. Did peak at two ten. Now back to two dollars. Four eighty to three eighty. Red resistance. Five fifty to six dollars uh, for Queen of Dragons. They're not interested in anything else. Steel City uh, clearly best backed runner here. Uh... I suppose we'll get an overall take on the race from you, Darren, but there was a specific question a listener or texter wanted to know your thoughts on Figment, $23 Figment, but uh, how are Mm. you seeing this race, Darren? Well, I'll answer the Figment first. Uh, I've liked both the trials, particularly her first one at uh, Hawkesbury, really got to the line nicely and then raced very wide at Warwick Farm last time, was given a bit of a niggle and she ran on okay. I think she's a good ruffie in the race, Figment. I'd certainly be including her in, in uh, exotics, Quinella's trifectas, etc. Look, um, Steel City looks exciting. Uh, the Hawkesbury trial was very sharp on the 19th of December. And then the Rose Hill trial, I like the way uh, when she was urged a bit, she found and they put a massive gap back to third. 
I just don't know if she should be this short. And I was looking at all the others and thought, OK, well, who are the other chances? So I'm going with Red Resistance because of the price and the draw. I liked his trial at Rose Hill. He just cruised along. And when he was asked to do a bit, there was a really good response there. So at the price, I'm going with Red Resistance over Steel City. Right. Yep, rinse and repeat, same. I, I think Still City's the horse to beat, but when they were when it was a dollar seventy yesterday, um, I had to go the other way and Red Resistance just at that better price. Um, Still City trialed in much better time, but Red Resistance was under a lot less pressure, so I just went that way over. Still City, but had Figment third pick, agree, it's a, a good little roughy. Might just, uh, well, it's going to settle closer than it has been in the trials and, and it's been hitting the line nicely. We don't know what's under the bonnet because it hasn't been let go yet, but um, we'll see what the market does late with it. Rodeo, let's go to race number three. Darren, you tell us when you, you need to go. You do the bolt whenever you want to. Um, yeah, I will, uh, I will push on now. Okay, um, so right. my best is going to be um, Space Walk. I think a good horse for Maltese today, the way he trialed. I know he's... He's done a few things wrong along the way, but they've gelded him, and I was really, really impressed with his trial. So I think his career will um, probably go in an upward spiral now. Space walk. Thalassophile is my pick there for the multi today. I think she's a, a very solid each-way bet. And, um, yeah, I'm quite keen on uh, the big D today, Dalalat. Very good. Thank you, Darren. Good calling, and uh, we will catch up during the week, if not before next Saturday. Good putting. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Darren Flindell calling all the action out of Rosehill Gardens today. Good luck to him with Dalalat. We'll keep on going here, guys, for a little bit longer. Uh, hurls the highway you can today. Go as long as you, you can go as long as you want. It means I'm not doing the uh, moving. Rightio. Well, that was our segment. <laughs> a highway market, please, Hurls. Uh, Are you yes, there? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. King of Spades, 280 to 310, back to 280. Now, Zaru's been 420 and a drift today at $6. However, it went up $11 on Wednesday afternoon. Deductions here, 11 by 11, Seahaven, 2 by 1, McClay. Uh, the third elect here, 750 to 850, back to 750, Eastern Glow. Evocative, 750 to 8. A little bit of a push here for uh, Danzadel today, $17 into $11. But King of Spades, our favourite at 280. Uh, one of our texters uh, wanting some thoughts or their, one of their best each-way plays today, Brad Danzadil. Yeah, um, it's been sort of knocking on the door in that in that highway grade for, for some time. Um, generally not far away in these types of races, but we've got a little bit of ground to make up on. King of Spades the other day. I'm with King of Spades. I just think he wide no cover the other day. It wasn't a bad place to be on, on that day, but again, the jockey I'm looking for today, D Gibbons, and... Uh, should roll forward. Daniel C. By put out some stats uh, about a week and a half ago on on Twitter about uh, Danielle's strike rate in the last couple of years. You'll struggle to find a better strike rate uh, and profit on turnover. Any any trainer in Australia, phenomenal strike rate and and a very profitable stable to back. So um, good to see. I heard the story this morning. The former science teacher and now obviously full time and and. Rightly so, because those stats have been incredible the last couple of years. So good luck to Danielle and the team today there. Uh, six of Ocateur, heard from Jenny as well. Terrific trainer, love this horse's first up win. Stylish, looks to come back better. 1,500 suits, looks the big danger. Thought the Ruffy was Mr. Severino. Like the way it finished off last time out. I think the, the 1,500 suits as well. So that was the way I saw the highway this week. Yeah, like science class, and you'd use... 
Bunsen burners and that kind of stuff. Where in life would you ever use a Bunsen burner? <laughs> but you'd use them in science and... Yeah, but where in life would you ever use 90% of the stuff you learn in school? I, mm. Like, there's so many things, right, that I just go, I don't know, I... I'm, I'm I, no look, I, expert, but I, I think it would have been great back in the day to learn how to budget and learn how to do this. So when I left school at 17, I had a bit more of an idea of what I was doing. But anyway, that's that's just my take on it. I mean, writing and arithmetic and, you know, the, I shouldn't say the basics, but, you know, the, they're always going to be useful through life if you can do that kind of thing. But anyway, there we go. Uh, did, we, uh, race through, did you say anything about Eastern Glow? I didn't. Going well. Um, just <laughs> needs to probably go to a, find another a length here, but I can do because got the got the got the good record uh, in a, in a good stable, and the first up win was good, beating a horse who's who's run well in in town. I just have to. Um, I just received a text message, and I'm just going to ask the bloke who texted who's listening if I can read it out or not, and I'll give him 30 seconds to say yes or no. Uh, <laughs> one of the, he's actually one of Sydney's leading physios. I can't believe he's listening. Oh, he won't let me read it out. He said, no, don't you dare. Don't you. Never mind. Let's, uh, let's get on with uh, race number two. It was just, um, no, I won't even go there. Colino. One of our texters says, Colino, why is no one talking too much about Colino today? Hurls, we are talking about a $2.70 favourite, aren't we? We are, but it is a bit easy today. It's 2.30 at the 2.70. It's had two um, starts second up and uh, unplaced in both, so that might be one of the reasons. I'll tell you what, this is good news uh, for Garrison supporters because it's been well back today. Garrison's at $6. Well, it actually got to $3.90. It's just giving a tickle now out to four sixty. With your blessing, six fifty. The 6 back to six fifty. Sacrimony holding its spot at six fifty. dollars uh, Expresso, seven fifty. You'd have to say best back has been Garrison, uh, you would think it'll it'll lead there along with uh, Espresso, wouldn't you, um, wouldn't you, Brad? Yeah, I, I think it gets a, a soft enough lead. Uh, Garrison, um, look, midway form up to this is is tricky, but the big key with with Garrison is that uh, the stable said he was fat first up, didn't they? And and that's generally the profile of the stable. They leave improvement, and second up is where they really have a great strike rate, the, the war yard. So he, he's ready to peak up today. Nice horse, nice buy by the yard as well. They they purchased him and, and found a really good buy there. Um, but, yeah, I'm with Colino. I, I, think, I think the reason is it's just a little bit of trepidation around second up, staying at the same troop. He was so brilliant first up that sometimes that edge can be taken off him. But I think you can counteract that by saying, has C. Waller trained him differently this prep and gone, let's keep him to the sprint trips. If he does that, then... Um, it's, a, it's, it's a different case. He's kept fresh, second up. He's going to explode again. And the way Chris and Charlie spoke about this horse in their preview on Friday that they do on social media, it was like, hello, this thing's just going to sail down the outside and say, see you later. So they were very keen about this galloper. So uh, on top for me, but Garrison gets that map favour out in front and be hard to run down. A Bunsen burner taught me how to fry water, says Mark. <laughs> very good. Thank you, Mark. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember those uh, science days. All right, we'll do one more race. Then we'll. Um, I think uh, just if you can, uh, Dave, if you can have your best bet for Flemington handy. But let's go to race ten. We have a debordley quiz not far away. Let's go to race number ten. There's a question here on a couple of horses hurls for a benchmark seventy-eight. Phillies and mares, the tenth and last. The get out at Rose Hills today.
Now it gets underway at 6 p.m. tonight and dollar ninety-five for snapped. Now it opened up at two thirty this morning. Kerr Royale's four twenty to four forty back to four twenty. Nine to eight fifty uh for jewellery. And we've got four Zani eleven to nine fifty. Now snapped, it's in the red at dollar ninety-five. What we often see if the punters are having a good day, they'll try and blast out with the favourites. So uh, $1.95, you wouldn't think it would be much shorter, but yeah, you never know. It's got good credentials, I would think. Uh, Davo and Hurls are texted talking about um, uh, Phil from Mudgee, uh, a couple of each-way players. You like, uh, like Socrates in race nine, number 16, Socrates. Good on you, Mardo. And um, also <laughs> is uh, talking about race 10, number one, Forza Nini uh, on an each-way basis. Your thoughts on race 10 and maybe a Forza Nini comment, please. Yeah, look, Socrates, just quickly, I think probably needs just a little bit more give out of the track in this grade personally. That would be my thoughts there. But in the last four, Zanini, probably just too much weight first up. That was the only little concern. I read some comments from the stable suggesting come back well, but, you know, it's a task first up with that big weight off a, off a decent enough break. So that's a little concern. Look, I think it's all about the Melbourne uh, mayor here, I know Munns will be shaking his head because any Melbourne horse coming to Sydney, you know, first time around the bend, he's, he's always happy to, to lay those types of horses. But um, I personally don't take too much into that. I'm, I'm all about the, the quality of horse that we've got. And this is a this is a quality mare up against what I think is a midweek race. And she gets him well at the weights. Matt Cartwright comes to ride. You know, the, the key was at Sandown, she drew the outside. She had to go back to last, and she smashed them, by, smashed them by three lengths. Now she draws the one. She's going to be able to park just behind them. She's led in the past, so she's going to be so much closer, and she's going to use that turn of foot and say goodnight. Um, I just think she's the, the clear standout on the program, and if she gets any luck from gate one, I think she'll be winning the race. So I think it's uh, that. I think Kerr Royale is kind of the horse I'm left with second, but you know, it was pretty plain second up. Um, first up run was good, but the second up run was plain at best. Now back to 1,100. I think the other one's just too sharp. So three clearly on top for me in the last. Okay, getting close. Flemington race two. Brad, your best and value for Rose Hill and also your best for Flemington, please. Not too, not too far away there from race two, which we'll pick up. Uh, best race 10, number three, snapped. You might get a little bit better than $1.95 late, uh, but keen on keen on her, keen on race six, number four, Dalalat as well. They're the main two there. I don't really have a standout at Flemington today. I've, I've focused more or put a lot more time into, um, obviously, Rose Hill and, and the Goldie being Magic Mans, but I didn't mind... Um, the O'Day and Hoisted runner-up there, Scolopini. I'll have to find the, the race number for you. He's in the syndicate, isn't he? Race yeah, three or four race there? four, number two, Scolopini. And yeah. um, even race 10, number three, Alpine Edge. Looks pretty hard to beat there too. So they'd be the uh, the main ones up there at the Goldie today. Good on you, Brad. Welcome back to our show. Welcome back to Sky One. We'll be tuning in all day. We'll chat next Saturday. Thank look, you. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Have a great Good day, all. Um, just quickly, Hurls, a Bunsen burner is perfect to rid all your losing tab tickets. Um, Heard from Snackers ja- this morning? No, no smack, no Snackers this morning. Uh, any, um, just before we go to Flemington, is there a jockey challenge or two you can enlighten us with or any deals yeah. with the tab? 
Yeah, 100%. Now, first race at the Gold Coast today, place a win bet, a fixed odds win bet using your tab account. If it loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. It's as simple as that. Now, all races today at the Gold Coast, Flemington, and also at Rose Hill. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Pretty competitive jockeys challenge this afternoon. I can tell you that the favourites, as uh, so I go down the board, uh, Dylan Gibbons, 280, Sam Clippin at 380, 550, Tyler Schiller, 750, Brett Preble and Karen McAvoy, 850, John Allen, 34, any other jockey option, 126 for Andrew Adkins. In this next race at Flemington, it's been 195 to 210, back to 195 here for this favourite. We've ridden multiple bets at 2,000. In fact, we've just taken a bet of 4,500 at $1.95. Good on you, Hills. Speak next Saturday.